decided to name it the Fit-ish Project um, because one of the things that I've kind of realized as I've gotten more and more into fitness and um, you know talking to other people and working with other people is that fitness should be a part of your life in some way or another. Um, you know, with exercise and eating a fairly healthy diet and um, you know taking care of yourself and stress management and all that kind of stuff. But the way that that looks for everybody is going to be different. And um, the reality of it is, is that, you know, people are busy and people have lives outside of fitness. And I think a lot of the things that you see online, you know, with different fitness influencers and um, people like that who dedicate their whole lives and jobs to fitness isn't necessarily realistic for the average person. And personally, for myself, I do really enjoy fitness, but I also enjoy doing things outside of fitness, you know, hanging out with friends and you know, going out to restaurants and having some drinks if I want to and going on trips and vacations and all those type of things. So while fitness is important to me, I also, you know, enjoy those things outside of the gym and want those things to be a normal part of my life and not have to obsess over every little thing I eat 24-7 and every single workout and things like that. And uh, throughout my journey of losing 100 pounds, I feel like I've gotten into a space where I can navigate that really well, where I can prioritize fitness, but also enjoy my life outside of, you know, the gym, like I said. So that is why I named this podcast The Fit-ish Project. Um, And I feel like that will be, you know, good quality things and information that people can take from this podcast and apply to themselves. Because like I said, you guys aren't, you know, fitness models or um, bodybuilders or that sort of thing that live in the gym two hours a day and get to plan every single meal and do all those certain things. So, and if you are more power to you, but, um, this information and this podcast probably won't be, you know, spot on for you, but, um, getting into this first episode, what I wanted to do was just kind of share a little bit about my background, my story. Um, as I mentioned before, I lost hundred pounds, um, gone through some different things with, you know, major knee surgery and, you know, just growing up overweight most of my life and then transitioning to where I'm at now, you know, being a fitness coach and helping others do that and, you know, kind of everything in between and how I got to this point here. Um, I feel like stories are a good way to kind of put yourself in someone else's shoes, but also uh, relate to other people and, um, you know, get, get some nuggets and gain some insight into things that you could possibly use uh, throughout your journey and maybe some things that you know, you might be struggling with, you can hear a different perspective on it. Um, So that's kind of my hopes with this. Because before I got into, you know, fitness, um, and making my whole fitness uh, transformation and losing the 100 pounds, you know, I wasn't super confident in myself. Um, I didn't know a ton about fitness. Um, I was always an active person. But with that being said, again, I was not I did not know, you know, how to really go about losing hundred pounds and losing weight and, you know, gaining muscle and changing my habits and all that kind of stuff. So, um, and all that stuff can be super overwhelming if you don't really know what you're doing. So, uh, throughout this story, you know, I'll kind of give you, um, my, my overview and some, some tips and hopefully a few things, a few nuggets that you can take with yourself and implement those in a way that you see fit. So, um, Kind of getting into it, starting from the very top, as I said, I was always a pretty big kid, um, and I knew from the very beginning that I was a big kid. Um, One story that kind of stuck out in my mind was 
from first grade is kind of when I realized that I was bigger than most. And um, it happened to be in the winter time. I was living in a suburb of Minneapolis. Um, I lived in an apartment complex at the time. So um, in an apartment complex, there was quite a few other kids my age, as well as some older kids and things like that. And we all used to kind of get together and do things outside and mess around and play and stuff like that. So um, we got some snow. So we were kind of all outside, um, you know, doing what kids do, just playing in the snow. And uh, we we're having a snowball fight. And these two older high school kids kind of got into it a little bit. And we were all kind of gathered around them. And these kids were kind of jawing back and forth, getting into it, whatever. And apparently I just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time because as these two kids were kind of getting into it, one of the kids picked up a big chunk of ice and turned to throw it at the kid, missed completely. And I happened to just be in the wrong spot, got hit right in the face, uh, busted my nose open. And I remember just kind of taking a hit and then leaning over because uh, you know, I was kind of a little bit stunned, a little bit dazed and just seeing this blood kind of run out onto the snow and obviously realized that I had had something happen to my face. So my brother and sister were there at the time. So they're kind of running me back, you know, going to get my mom and get this thing all fixed up. And I think it looked a lot worse than it was because there was a ton of blood and everything. So they're kind of freaking out. We're trying to get back to our apartment and going up the third <laughs> to the third flight, there's dripping blood all up the stairs and it just doesn't look real good, but we get it cleaned up a little bit and, you know, it's, there's a little cut on there, but it's nothing crazy. It just happened to be one of those things where you, you know, you just hit it just right and blood was kind of gushing everywhere or whatever. So we go to the hospital, you know, get that thing fixed up. And um, before we get into, you know, where I can get my stitches at, uh, they always weigh you, you know, take your height before they take you in. So um, I remember hopping on the scale and this is first grade, remind you again. And um, the nurse who was taking my weight at the time, um, I think weighed me in at like 105 or so. And since I was wearing some snow stuff, they took a few pounds off for like the boots and whatever that I was wearing. But I know that in first grade, I was around a hundred pounds, which, <laughs> um, most people realize that that is very, very big for a first grader. You know, a lot of first graders can weigh like anywhere from like 40 to like 60 ish pounds, you know, on average. So, I was quite a bit bigger than the average first grader. And that was uh, something that always stuck out with me. And that was when I realized that I was a big kid. And I was, you know, I was taller than most kids. So I held my weight at that time, you know, okay. But I was definitely bigger than uh, most kids. And that would continue on pretty much through my whole childhood. Um, another kind of story that stuck out where I realized again that I was, you know, pretty big was in middle school. We would always, you know, go and get our physicals. And I remember in sixth grade going and getting weighed for my physical and I weighed in at like 230 pounds, which is a very, very big, you know, middle school kid that was in sixth grade. And uh, so, again, I realized that I was I was a large kid. And at that point, um, you know, I was still a little bit taller, so taller than most kids. But 230 pounds on, you know, pretty much any any sixth grader is going to be, you know, pretty, pretty large and overweight and probably not the healthiest. So, um, again, I just realized from that point that, you know, I kind of had a weight issue, but I didn't really know what to do about it. And again, at that age, um, you don't really know a whole lot about, you know, weight loss and all that kind of stuff. You generally know, you know, what it means to be healthy and you know what most of the kids look like, but you don't really know how to, you know, get to that healthy stage. And um, so where I kind of first got into my dieting experience was in high school. So 
um, from sixth grade on till up about up until uh, my sophomore year, you know, gained a little bit more weight. And I remember, you know, playing football every year, they weigh you in because they need to put your weights and heights and all that stuff in the football program. So I remember my sophomore year, I was around 260, 265. Um, and I was always into sports, played sports from sixth grade on and did pretty well with it. But obviously I was a little bit limited by my size and, you know, conditioning levels. Cause anytime you're that big, you're going to struggle with that, that sort of stuff. And, uh, being a sophomore, uh, was played. I played basketball, football, baseball. You know, did some track, all that stuff. So I was very active in the sports and was always a pretty solid athlete. But I knew that my, you know, my physical health and my physical conditioning was kind of holding me back, especially when it came to basketball. And so my sophomore year in basketball, uh, my basketball coach had, you know, we we sat down and we just kind of had a, a little chat about, you know, um, losing some weight and getting into better shape because he knew that I had the skills um, to be a pretty good basketball player and to be a better athlete. But, um, you know, he could see that my conditioning levels and, you know, where I was at as far as my weight was just kind of holding me back and not allowing me to, you know, progress and tap into that potential that I had. So he was very, very nice about it. And, you know, he was somebody that I trusted. And uh, his wife happened to be a um, nutritionist. So um, he just suggested that I meet with her and she could give me some tips and help me out a little bit and, you know, help me achieve a little bit of weight loss and that he thought that that would help out with my you know, athletic career uh, quite a bit. And I agreed and thought that that was a great idea. So I met with his wife. Um, we kind of came up with a plan and she gave me some tips on some things to do. And she was a very, very you know, nice lady and helped me out a ton and didn't make me feel bad about anything or anything like that, which I know is not the experience that you know, some people have, especially as kids, sometimes, you know, they're shamed into, you know, losing weight or dieting and go about it in really, really bad ways, which can lead to some bad behaviors and bad mindsets around food and exercise and that sort of thing. But there was nothing like that in my experience, which I'm really thankful for. And I think it kind of set me off on the right foot and gave me a, a positive light into, you know, how I can take control over my own health and make decisions that would make me overall just a healthier person, but also help me be a better athlete. Um, so after meeting with her, kind of had this plan. Um, and one of the very first things that I did was cut out, you know, a lot of the, the liquid calories that I was taking in as a teenager, you drink a lot of pop and Gatorade and juice and that sort of thing. And just from doing that one simple thing, I dropped 10 to 15 pounds pretty quickly, um, just by doing that and continuing to be active. And then I just focused on eating smaller portions. So I remember eating like, um, you know, some of those like lean cuisine type things and those like smart meals and stuff like that. And uh, my mom was super helpful with that because she would, you know, buy those things for me that I asked for and um, ended up from my sophomore to junior year losing about 35 pounds just by, you know, making smarter choices and cutting out some of those things that I didn't really need and just paying attention to, you know, portion control. And just like my coach had talked to me about, it made me a lot better athlete. And from my sophomore to junior year, um, did really well and improved quite a bit in all my sports, football, basketball, baseball, all that stuff. And so it was a really, really good positive reinforcement for me just to realize that, you know, by taking control of these things and being able to manage my weight that, you know, I could do certain things and become a better athlete and become healthier and, you know, look a little bit better and all that good stuff. So um, fast forward a little bit from 
junior to senior year, gained a little bit of weight back, but I was also kind of going through a growth spurt, getting a little bit taller. And so I feel like I carried that weight pretty well and it wasn't a huge issue. And, you know, being a football player and an offensive lineman at that, I did need a little bit of size. So um, got to up to about 250, 255, had a really, really good senior sports season, which was all good and um, felt like I was, you know, healthier and could move well and was becoming a better athlete and all that stuff, which eventually led me to becoming a you know college athlete, playing football in college um, at a small D3 school uh, in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Shout out to the co-college Cohawks. Um, ended up going there and decided that I wanted to play football and continue it because um, I had a really good time in high school and you know ended up being pretty good at it and thought I'd want to see you know how far I could take it and you know have a good time in college playing football and. Uh, continuing to play sports and that sort of thing. And um, when I got to college, I was around 255, like I said, like my senior year. And, you know, like most people, when they get to college, I gained quite a bit of weight being in a, you know, a college um, environment and having access to, you know, cafe with buffet food type style every single day, eat as much as you want. Obviously, you know, alcohol and partying and, you know, late night meals and all that kind of stuff contributed to that as well. But uh, gained probably, you know, 30 pounds or so, which, you know, wasn't terrible because I knew, again, that I needed to put on a little bit of size to play college football. Um, but it also wasn't the best weight. And obviously, some of the habits that I was, you know, starting to develop weren't the best around health as well. So gained about 30 pounds. Um, and then from my freshman to sophomore year, gained probably another 20-ish pounds which put me up around 300 pounds. And for my height at that time, that was definitely a little bit heavier than I wanted to be. And that was kind of another, like, you know, one of those moments that I remember a lot when I stepped on the scale my sophomore year. And I remember reading 302, which I'd never thought that I would get up over 300 pounds. And I just didn't really feel good about where I was at. Um, I couldn't, you know, move as well. And it was kind of similar back to when I was, you know, sophomore year where I was a little bit heavier than I wanted to be. And thought that I was kind of hindering my athletic, you know, performance and my athletic career just by being too heavy and not being quite as healthy and not being able to move as well, not feeling as well, that sort of thing. So um, decided then to make just a little bit of a change and, you know, cut down a little bit from my sophomore to junior year, lost about 10, 15 pounds and felt a little bit better then. And then even from my junior to senior year, decided that I wanted to lose a little bit more weight. So got down to about 285, which at 6'2", 285, you know, I was still a big dude, but um, I could move really well at that weight. I felt pretty good, a lot healthier, um, things like that, and ended up having a really, really good uh, junior year, but was feeling even better going into my senior year just with how I was, you know, being more fit and being able to move a little bit better and um, just feeling good about where I was at with my physical health and my strength and all that kind of stuff, and um, was having a really, really good senior season uh, personally. I'd had a good junior year, like I said, you know, won some awards and things like that. And going into my senior year, I was a team captain, um, had some high expectations for myself um, as an offensive lineman and was hoping to continue to build on what I had done my sophomore and junior year. Um, but unfortunately, that was cut short as I uh, had a major knee injury season ending, well, career ending because it was my senior year knee injury where I was um, blocking and happened to have a guy get knocked into my knee, completely landed on my leg, um, tore my ACL, my PCL, 
my MCL and my meniscus all in my leg. Um, so basically I was, you know, limp noodle in, in that right leg. I could literally just wiggle my leg and the the lower half of my leg below my knee would just kind of waver back and forth because there was no real structure, no stability in there. So that ended my season um, and my career actually in football. And around that time, you know, I was kind of struggling a little bit. And this was kind of a big kind of turning point for myself because I knew that once football was over that I did want to, you know, lose weight and get a lot more fit than I had ever been and finally kind of lose this this body fat, this weight that I'd been carrying pretty much my whole life being a bigger dude. I wanted to get rid of that and get down to, you know, more of an average average weight and be a lot healthier and feel a lot better about myself. And uh, I knew that it was kind of time to make that transition. But it wasn't necessarily an easy thing to do because, you know, being a big dude your whole life and um, being an athlete at that, it's kind of going through like this big kind of identity crisis and trying to figure out, you know, what I was going to do. So I had some time to kind of figure it out because my surgery wasn't scheduled for a while, but I had made the promise to myself that after I'd had surgery that I would start on my health and fitness journey and that I was going to lose um, or I was going to get down to 225 pounds, which at that time was probably like, you know, a 50 pound weight loss or so. But throughout being, uh, you know, kind of uh, gimped up and unable to move a whole lot and my surgery not being for a couple months down the road, I ended up gaining quite a bit of weight, just not being able to be as active as I was and um, just eat more and not really paying attention to my health. Um, so by the time that I did end up having surgery, uh, I was probably back up right around that 300 pounds. Um, went through the surgery. Surgery went pretty well. But if you know anything about, you know, ACL reconstruction surgery or any of those major knee type of surgeries, you know, that's a very, very long road to recovery. You know, anywhere from six to eight months is pretty average on those things. So um, went through the surgery and, you know, just wasn't doing real great because obviously I wasn't able to be super active. Um, I was up over 300 pounds again, so I wasn't feeling great about myself, um, just not feeling great in general, just being, you know, that size and um, just having low energy, not being able to really walk very well. I can't play sports. I can't really exercise that well. So I was just, again, I was just kind of going through a whole identity crisis. And for any of you athletes that have, you know, kind of put the end on a uh, athletic career, you know that that can be kind of a tough, tough thing to transition through because, you don't really know what to do with your time. Um, you've always been an athlete. You've always had this structured, you know, practice schedule and game schedule and all that stuff to follow. But once you're done with that, you have all this time and you don't really know how to spend it. Um, so I was really just trying to figure all that stuff out. And so I came up with kind of a plan of what I wanted to do. Again, I was at 300 pounds and I had the goal of wanting to get down to 225. Um, so I just started kind of doing a little bit of research figuring out what I wanted to do as far as diet and exercise and that sort of thing. And um, just kind of went for it. Once I once I got the okay to start walking and putting weight on my leg, I got back into the gym and started doing a lot of upper body stuff while also um, in the process of rehabbing my knee and, you know, gaining all that, all that stuff back, being able to walk and run and gaining the mobility back and getting the stability and building up the muscle and all that stuff. So it was certainly not an easy journey, um, to say the least, but it was kind of the turning point that I feel like I needed kind of the wake up call and um, allowed me to really prioritize my health and put myself, you know, first and really focus in on that. So for the next six months, I really, really just hit the rehab hard while also exercising and then making some diet changes. So 
as far as the diet goes, I wasn't doing anything crazy. I just knew that I needed to eat less and I needed to prioritize protein and I needed to exercise. So that's really what I did. I was eating less. Um, you know, I tried some, some different diets and, you know, I tried the low fat thing for a while. I tried the low carb thing for a while. I tried just eating a little bit less on portions and that sort of thing. And honestly, when you're that big, a lot of different things are going to work. Um, but what I know now is that it's more so about building those good habits and building those, you know, good relationships with food and exercise and that sort of thing, because it's really easy to, you know, lose weight. But if you do it in the wrong way and you do it in a way that's not really sustainable, when you get to the end of your weight loss, you're going to have some trouble with being able to sustain that, which you'll hear in a little bit was kind of part of my story as well. So over the next 15 months or so, um, you know, like I said, I, I dieted uh, and I exercised probably a little bit too much. You know, I was working out five to six times per week, uh, strength training, hitting the gym pretty hard, probably three times a week. And then I was doing like some cardio or hit type stuff also like three times a week. So I really wasn't giving my body plus rehabbing my knee at the same time. So again, I really wasn't giving my body probably a little bit of the the rest and recovery that it needed, especially while it's trying to heal this, you know, knee injury. Um, so if I could go back, I probably would have did, you know, some things differently on that front and probably not hit it quite as hard and allowed my body to recover and change a little bit more slowly. Um, and then also along with that, you know, the eating habits, like I said, I didn't really know exactly what I was doing. I had a little bit of an idea what I needed to do, but um, I think at the time I was being a little bit too restrictive and I was, you know, not eating eating things that I thought would, you know, quote unquote, make me fat. You know, I wasn't eating desserts or pizza or any of that stuff and kind of being a little bit too restrictive. And while I was able to stick to it because I was seeing progress, you know, I ended up losing 75 pounds over the next 15 months. Um, and I was seeing progress and I got to my goal of 225. But again, I think I was being a little bit too restrictive as far as that goes. So I kind of had a little bit of a rebound and end up putting probably 20 pounds or so back on after I got to that original goal of 225 pounds. Um, so again, if I could go back, I would probably add in some things with the diet. And I now understand that it's okay to, you know, eat some things in moderation and have some pizza and, you know, have some drinks if I want to do that or go out to eat at a restaurant and um, all sorts of those things. So it may, you know, slow down or extend, you know, the, the journey of getting to that goal weight. But if you do it in, again, a more sustainable way, then you're going to be in a much better spot when you do get to your goal, because you're going to just roll right into those same habits rather than having to, you know, kind of pivot and completely change your approach once you get to that goal weight. So um, gain probably 20 pounds back. So, you know, put me around 245. And, um, you know, for the next year or two, I kind of went like back and forth, kind of up and down with that, you know, a little bit of yo-yo dieting, cutting and gaining weight back and cutting, being too restrictive, gaining weight, that sort of thing. Um, and then it wasn't probably until, you know, three or four years ago when I really focused back in and like started learning a little bit more about, you know, how to go about losing weight in a more sustainable approach, you know, building better habits, creating a better relationship with, with food and exercise and, you know, just the whole mindset around, you know, being just a little bit better and being consistent and not being too restrictive and too over the top with things. And that really changed, you know, my approach and also has led me to where I am today, where I'm in the best shape of my life. Um, you know, I am at a point now where I float around probably 210 um, or so, 210 pounds. And, you know, at my biggest, I was 302. And um, 
at my smallest, I've been all the way down to about, you know, 200 pounds or just above 200 pounds. So that's kind of where the 100 pound weight losses come in. But I, I sit around that 210 and I feel really good with that. Uh, feel fit. You know, I can move well. Uh, my knee and, and everything and the rehab and all that stuff has, has gone really well. And um, I think a lot of things that, you know, I did uh, in the last few years and just learning has helped me a ton. You know, so like I said, some things that I really learned to focus on was, you know, the mindset around not being too restrictive and more so just focusing on that consistency um, rather than focusing on being perfect because perfection is it's just not going to happen, especially when you're dealing with things like weight loss and, um, you know, you're a normal average person like me and you and you're not some fitness influencer who has, you know, all their time to dedicate towards, you know, their what they eat and being in the gym and fitness, 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 you know, it's not it's not like that for the average person like you and I. So just focusing on being consistent most of the time, that kind of 80 percent rule is what I typically tell people to focus on. Um, and then some other things that I that I learned and that I really dialed in and think that are huge and um, where, you know, obviously understand the calorie deficit. So understanding that you do need to create an energy deficit or a calorie deficit to lose weight. But within that calorie deficit, you can be kind of flexible. So if you want to add in some, you know, like I said, some pizza or some treats or some desserts or, you know, a drink here or there, then you can absolutely do that and still lose fat. That was very, very big. Um, thing for me, once I realized that I could enjoy some of those things in moderation, uh, that made the process so much easier. Um, and then some other things that really, um, that I really focused on was prioritizing protein. So trying to get, you know, anywhere from 0.7 grams to about a gram per pound of body weight, um, and protein per day, just, to just to help maintain all that muscle, because as you're losing that fat, if you're not maintaining muscle or building muscle, um, then you're probably not going to like the way that you look when you do lose all that fat. So you want to make sure that you're not just shrinking down into, you know, a smaller version of what you look like now. You want to kind of hold on to that muscle so that you get that more lean look or, you know, as the ladies say, the tone look, that sort of thing, you know, more muscular, more athletic looking. So that's that's why the protein thing is so vital, um, along with helping you stay full and feel good with uh, with your dieting and all that kind of stuff and helping with hunger. So mindset, calorie deficit, protein were all huge things. Um, and then just a couple other things that I really tried to focus on in the last few years is focusing on getting in then getting in more fruits and veggies. Uh, those are huge. Um, you know, trying to get those in at most meals if you can, uh, just cause it's, again, it's going to help with keeping you full, but also just giving you some nutrients and helping you feel good and healthy. Um, another thing that I really, you know, thought was kind of dumb at first, but now that I think is super, super overlooked is uh, just walking, just getting more steps in your day. So just being more active. And one thing that I found too, it's just when you focus on getting more steps in your day, um, just walking more is that um, when you start focusing on that, you'll kind of notice that it bleeds into other different areas. So like if you're more prone to think about walking, you're kind of become that type of person who's like, oh, okay, I'm prioritizing walking and being a healthier person. Well, okay, when it's time to go have lunch, I'm probably going to make, you know, a little bit healthier choice because that's the type of person that I'm trying to be right now. You know, I'm trying to be more active. I'm trying to make better choices with my sleep and with my food and um, with the, my snack choices and all that kind of stuff. So just, just little things like that. And then the last thing that I would mention is if you're going through, you know, a weight loss, is to implement some type of strength training if you can. Um, obviously, all exercise is going to be good, and I think that you should include things that you really enjoy. But if you want to kind of maximize 
and have the most control over the way that you look, there's not going to be a better way that you can do that than strength training because it's going to help you, you know, build muscle. Um, again, try to achieve that more muscular tone look that most people are after. And no, it's not going to make you big and bulky, but it is going to help you retain that muscle and strip off that fat as long as you're in a calorie deficit. And that is what is going to lead to those looks that um, everybody is after and looking more, you know, slim and toned and athletic and all that sort of stuff. So strength training is a huge key. Um, so again, those are kind of the six things that I really focused on. And I'll go into some more, you know, methods and tactics and um, things like that in a different podcast. But I just wanted to touch on those. So maybe, you know, you could take one of those and kind of run with it or focus on that if you're somebody who's after weight loss right now or, you know, somebody who's trying to improve their health or, you know, gain some muscle or that sort of thing. So um, mindset, protein, calorie deficit, focusing on fruits and veggies, walking and then strength training were those those six things that I mentioned. Um and then kind of rounding it all back and getting back to where I was, like I said, uh, ended up losing total 100 pounds um, and getting to a spot that, you know, I always had kind of wanted to be at um, and where I'm at now and have a great relationship with food. I don't have, you know, guilt around eating certain things or, you know, I can go on vacations without any guilt and eat whatever I want, you know, enjoy myself. I can go out to, you know, dinner and have drinks and um go out to eat and that sort of thing with friends and all that stuff. Um, I could take my shirt off now without really thinking about it. That was something that I always hated to do as a kid just because I wasn't, you know, super proud of how I looked and always a little bit embarrassed to take off my shirt. So I'm in a place now where I can take off my shirt with confidence and not worry about it. You know, I look in the mirror every morning and I'm proud of all the work that I put in and I'm proud of what I see. And, uh, even more so than anything, not just, you know, the way I physically look, but just kind of understanding, you know, that I can do hard things. And, you know, if I put my mind to something and I really focus on it and, you know, I'm willing to kind of struggle for it, that I can get those things. And I think that is something that, you know, as adults, you don't really get nearly as much of. You don't get those challenges and those things, you know, that you do as a kid with like school and sports and, you know, all those sorts of things. So, I think fitness is a great, great thing as far as that goes, because, you know, it can help build some of those characteristics um, that can help in all different facets of your life. You know, whether it's grit or, you know, discipline or, you know, work ethic or all those things that you can kind of build throughout fitness that, again, will help you in all your different areas of life, whether it's career or, you know, relationships or friendships or different hobbies or any of that kind of stuff. So um, all that to say that. um it is definitely worth it uh, if you're somebody who has always thought or had the goal or kind of dreamed about looking a certain way or being a certain way um, with your health and fitness. I would say for me, it was 100% worth it. All the struggle, all the time that I put in, you know, all the learning that I did and, you know, all the challenges and setbacks and all that stupid stuff that I did. And then also just all the things that, you know, I learned along the way, it was all definitely worth it. And I guess kind of my my take home message with with this whole story is that I hope you understand that it is 100 percent possible to change and feel great and look great and still have a social life. You do not have to obsess over fitness 24 seven. You can learn these habits and learn these methods and things and implement them into your life. And I'm not saying that, you know, losing weight or becoming healthy and fit is the easiest thing in the world but it is 100% possible. And again, it is definitely worth it. 
And uh, you will realize once you kind of start in on your journey and really commit to it, that your life will improve in so many different ways. It is hands down the most impactful thing that I've ever done in my life and um, has influenced, you know, like I said, career, uh, my relationships with, you know, friends and family and how I approach life and things that I've learned and um, different hobbies and all that stuff. So it, it really can, you know, change your life. And I know that's kind of cliche to say, but it can absolutely have a huge difference on your life. And, you know, just if you're thinking about it, um, I would just suggest that you that you go for it because you never know how much that, you know, it really could do for you and uh, the type of person that you could become along the way. So um, kind of wrapping this all up, I hope that, you know, you found a couple nuggets here or there that you can use and try out and implement into your own fitness uh, transformation or fitness journey, whatever that may look like. Not saying that, you know, I know what not everybody needs to lose weight and I know not everybody has these same aspirations that I have, but um, I feel like a lot of people can use fitness in one way or another, whether it's, you know, building strength or building muscle or getting more confident or using it as a release for, you know, um, your stressful work or your stressful life or things you got going on or, you know, helping with your mental health or whatever it may be. I know that, you know, fitness can do a lot of those things and have a ton of those benefits. So, you know, whatever that looks like for you, I just hope that, you know, you can use, you know, some of these things that we talked about here today and uh, implement that in whatever way that you see fit. And on top of that, if you ever have any questions um, about weight loss or fat loss or, you know, building strength or how to get started or mindset or any type of questions at all, um, you guys can always reach out to me on um, Instagram. It's probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. You can DM me. Um, my accounts are Bass Built Fitness. Um, TikTok is another one that I use quite a bit, but Instagram is probably the best way to get a hold of me. Um, so yeah, if you have any questions or have any other um, things that you'd like to hear me talk about or you know, kind of riff on a little bit, um, please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, so wrapping this thing up, uh, that is podcast number one in the books. Hopefully some people are still out there listening and you can't get too tired of me, but uh, we'll definitely be coming back with some um, some other episodes around you know fat loss and fitness and health in general. So uh, stay tuned for those and uh, appreciate you listening. Until next time.